You're listening to Seen the Sequel, the movie podcast about sequels to films that were never made. Probably for good reason. This week, we are talking about a new release, Tomorrow War, directed by Chris McKay and starring Chris Pratt. And, as ever, alongside me, three men, I'm going to punch you in your very unfortunate and very handsome face. I've got Al, I've got Joe, and I've got John. Welcome back, guys. As you know, each episode, we've got to come up with a sequel to a film that we've just watched. We've got to come up with the plot, we've got to come up with the cast, we've got to come up with the director, and someone at the end has to do the all-important pitch. Is it going to make the cut? Well, we've all watched this film recently, The Tomorrow War. The Tomorrow War. Let's ignore the fact that it's not about tomorrow, but there's the war going on. Who wants to go first? I'm going to go with Joe on this one. Joe, the Tomorrow War. Um, yeah, I think this was my choice, wasn't it? Or, or we collectively yes. agreed, obviously. But um, no, 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 no. It was your choice. Big, big, big <laughs> movie landing on Amazon Prime. Um, big new movie. Um, I didn't know much about it before. Like going in, like I just, I just saw saw it, and um, I think like everyone else assumed that it actually was an Amazon like original, um, which I, I now don't think it is at all. It was actually it, it was it was with Paramount, right? And it was going to be a big, big, uh, you know, cinematic release for them. Um, and then it's one of these films that got sold off in the pandemic to to Amazon. Um, oh, it's shit, isn't it? <laughs> it's uh it's fucking awful. Sorry. It, it is um it is poor. It is poorly poorly done. Um uh, like just just some of the lines are just hor- like horrific and 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 stupid. Time is like a river and we're putting two rafts on the river. Um <laughs> all right. Um I look. It's not very memorable. I thought it was a not very memorable film. I actually had to go back and like watch some key bits again for this recording, and I only watched this film like a month ago for the first time. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like three weeks ago, I think I watched this for the first time, and then um, and had to go back in and watch it again. Okay, Joe. So tell me something positive about this film. Tell me something you liked about it. I like that it's a big budget action sci-fi and I use the word loosely original uh uh big action sci-fi movie like fuck like so rare that you know that it's not a a sequel or um like some kind of spin-off of of an existing franchise um it's new sort of um I like that uh I quite like I quite like some of the action um uh I don't like the aliens. That's that's my big. That's well. That's one barrier that I've got. I, really, I thought the design on the aliens. Keep to the positives, mate. Awful. Keep to the positives. Let's but not yeah, I like, I like some of the big action stuff. Um, I like that it's uh, big budget. I like the cast. I like the supporting cast. There you go. Okay. That's what okay. I've got. Great. I'm now going to cut to Al because uh, I, I want to save John till last. Well, you've screwed me over because we before we went on air, I said I was going to be the one who had something positive to say, but then you made Joe say the the, the handful of positives there are to say. <laughs> so, so maybe I should just uh, go now. Um, no, yeah. So I I'm delighted. It's 
it's some light at the end of the tunnel in the Hollywood machine that this film got made. Like, you know, it You does, are not serious. I am. It's turn, light at the end not, of the tunnel? Not in How ter- long's not, the tunnel? Will you shut up and let me talk? <laughs> it's not in terms of content, in terms of the fact that it has made... This film does... These don't happen anymore, really. I think that's what Joe was not was going for. It's made by Skydance, who do Terminator, Mission Impossible, Star Trek, all regurgitated. You've got Marvel, you've got sequels, you've got reboot after reboot after reboot. You've got Star Wars, Lucasfilm. They're making Indiana Jones 5 now. He's like 80, right? <laughs> this, this, is, this is a blockbuster film from a major Hollywood studio that is just someone wrote a screenplay. And that's how you got films like Independence Day and like mine and Joe's favourite era that don't happen anymore. So despite it being a turkey and shit, it's actually, there is, if you take a step back, I'm glad it's got made. Um, I enjoyed some of the action at times. Um, I thought, I thought sort of the sort of scatter machine gun sort of thing was a bit Starship Troopers-y, which I kind of, um, you know, and the sort of strobe effect in that first action sequence. I kind of like the, I kind of like the way that you didn't see the aliens until like you're into that sort of um, that third in, you know what the, I mean? There the, was, yeah, I like the, that. The reveal, the, not good enough though. Not yeah, good enough. Yeah, everything, everything that there's positive to say about it, there's another spin to say why it's it's absolutely not positive. Um, I mean, and I tell you what, for me, the, the weakest, weakest ending of him just pulling up in Bullet's car, <laughs> which obviously they, which obviously they're driving. Um, and he says, so now I realize my future's right there in front of me and it always was or something along those lines. And I'm like, yeah, so is mine. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, but you forgot that he does it while pulling the bin up, even after he's been in a great war because he's just a great dad. <laughs> yeah. That's another thing. I just found his divide of science geek teacher, um, wearing a cardigan, watching the world cup final in Qatar. <laughs> To, to being sort of super soldier, just very jarring as well. Um, and I hated the World Cup thing. That was awful. <laughs> I mean, that was awful, awful. All right, so positives to take away then now. It's got like, made and that's like, a good thing. Like, yeah, well, yeah, kind of. Um, you know, I, Joe, just one question before we move on to John, because I'm sure John's going to let rip and it's all going to be very entertaining. Um <laughs> Do you think, because one thing I think about why this is film fails is because it almost slipped between the gaps. Like, I want it to be as big as Independence Day. I want to see New York blow up, and I never quite do that. I just see, a, a, you know, a, a desert fight, a bit of Miami, yeah, but it's all sort of interior. Do you think the, once they decided to sell it, they might have stripped the budget back a little bit? I think it was probably already done. So you do don't, you, think, that's, so no, don't you think that's no. a valid comment? Okay, no. all right, fine. Just thought I'd ask the question. Um, that's me done. Thanks, mate. Okay, uh, that sums everyone up. Oh, no, it doesn't. Come on, then. John, what's your thoughts, then? The um, Tomorrow War. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's so been revealed. I, I think it's it's just terrible, isn't it? Like, it's just one of those examples of... It's just so plastic. Like, it, it tries to aim at everyone, but ends up aiming at no one because of it. Like, it just stinks of focus tests. Like, focus test is what we want action, we want explosions, oh, but we also like comedy, and we also like it to be lighthearted. It's like, okay, so how do we do it really heavy, but also lighthearted? And you've got those just really crap jokes spread across while this while Chris Pratt's trying to be serious and the tone is like it it makes you achieve 
no emotion whatsoever but then you don't even know what emotion it's trying to make you achieve it's just utter processed factory made crap and like the script other script i mean at the end there's two (laughs) scenes where it's like who do we know who's a volcano expert and how do we get a plane oh let's go back to those two characters that we wrote into the script at the very end (laughs) because we had no idea how to get ourselves out of these plot holes but we need something foreshadowing at the start to make it look like we knew what we were doing all along it's just utter crap like and for a film about tomorrow or the passing of time or time travel whatever like the only thing the film achieves is that it passes time. Like it brings you two hours and 20 minutes closer to dying. The end. I have to say that the, the volcano student, particularly great. <laughs> when, <laughs> when he's like, no, any volcano works. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Yes. It's just he's so tw- cheap. He's, yeah. he's 12 years old. But that's I'm sure, what, yeah, I'm sure we're suddenly, still going to listen to him. Light bulb. You're like, yeah, all right. That's why we had such a slow, weird start to this film is because you're, <laughs> yeah. you're setting it up to, to return later. To I this, mean, like, and I know. mean, I've got my one positive. It's a bit of a backhanded compliment. Uh, it's an example of a triumph of marketing, but an absolute failure of quality. Like this is, I think there is an issue sometimes when marketing is good and it sells you shit. And this is just the worst form of consumerism in that in that kind. This this movie is a great example of just selling some in despite it being utter garbage. I mean, I, the film should be called I Don't Care because I don't give a shit about this film. Five minutes in, I wanted it to end. I hate the fact that we had to watch it all the way through. There was nothing redeeming about it. I can't believe you think this is saving a Hollywood out. I think, I just think, I looked at the film. I don't think it's quite what I said. Well, that's the way I'm pinning it. I thought they've given up completely. I don't want to watch another film again for about a year. If this is what they're coming up with and they seriously expect people to watch it, they can seriously do one. It is shit. Well, I but think, apart from that, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I do want to say there's a one proper positive thing though, and and while I don't like, there is a reason to do the sequel. Like I do like high concept, mad sci-fi stuff, and the idea of having that someone's come back in time to say that we're all going to die unless you you very under um, and uh, like characters who are just not prepared for this, for this future war that they're going to go in. And they've got one second of training and stuff. (laughs) I I, I think that is a concept that could be good. It just, it just wasn't. Well, here we are (laughs) coming up with a, a sequel. So we're all positively charged for this. I mean, look, things can only get better. D Ream said that, and he was onto something back then. So let's see if we can take the power of D Ream, mix it with the Tomorrow War, see what can get better. Who wants to kick things off? Worth recapping quickly. I mean, look, I forgot how the film ended after like two weeks. So go on, man. I, I, I imagine most people have, have forgotten. So, um, so the daughter called Murray. M- Murray really struggled to know what her name was. And I was like, is he just saying Mary with a weird Mur- voice? Or- Murray. Um, <laughs> M- Murray. Uh, like, what the fuck is It sounds name? like the noise a cow makes. M- Murray <laughs> in, in the future creates the, what are we calling it? Cure, Ser- antidote, serum. Serum? Yeah. Uh, that, that has the power to destroy all of the aliens. Um, uh, but the future is being destroyed in that moment. So, she gives the vial and he has to, Dan has to go back to the present day 
in order to mass produce it and get ready for the future. Um, he goes back and groups together a, a, a bunch of misfits. Well, uh, first of all, first of all, the, the suit who takes credit for it in the end in the news is, mm. is like, fuck off, not interested. <laughs> <laughs> Secretary got, of Defence. I would not like, hesitate to do it again. I've got a way of making this not happen, all of it. Get on your fucking bike, Chris. <laughs> they go to the original crash site, uh, which is a volcano. Yeah. Um, in Russia, I want to say. Oh, no, it's not a volcano. It's just in the Arctic. It's volcanic ash from a, this, and from a ah, volcanic right, okay. explosion. That, that's the clue China. that tells them where, where you to got, go. You got the North Russia bit right there. Um, Good, that's important. <laughs> no, I, I, for the listeners, Joe just looked at me like he was going to knock me out when I said that. I was like, <laughs> he's like, let me finish this for God's sake. Uh, they kill all the aliens. The queen breaks out. Is a, she's a queen, I guess. The queen oh, breaks yeah, out. Whatever. Yeah, queen, uh, yeah. And, and somehow, like, like the 30 the foot, like, monster um chris pratt actually has like a fist fight with yeah yeah, yeah. I, I was like <laughs> yeah. is he having a fi- let, let, let it go yeah fist fight yeah queen yeah um, monster yeah and eventually yeah. sticking the vial of serum into its face yeah uh, into its eye i think yeah, uh, yeah, ma- yeah. I, I believe it was mouth ah mouth oh it makes a difference yep um <laughs> They, the the end right and 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 the, the, therefore they've created a new path uh, where the the future is you know nothing God, nothing but in front of them yeah you get a little um, you get a little newsreel um, highlight which and I tell you what you get one after the title card as well at the beginning this film everything we're talking about how plastic and how manufactured and how hollow and skin deep and nothingness there is to this film <laughs> is represented in those newsreels it right. is the shittest <laughs> thing ever <laughs> so ready. Let's sum it up. Let's go. What's happening? The tomorrow war. It is tomorrow now. Is the war still happening? Uh, there's one. We either go further forward or we go back to the yesterday war, don't we? Yeah, but how I, can... I, I like yesterday war. That's the way I went. <laughs> so, so I so I had um, Christmas in the Dan and Murray. I obviously can't even remember his wife's name. That's, how, that, that's how much. Oh, well done, mate. Um, that's how much she's a character. She says, we'll figure this out together. Then she's never on screen again. Um, <laughs> um, I had them at Chris, Christmas time again, watching major sports event again. But this time the world sort of changes around them because something's happened in the past. So the house starts to, you know, the, every, the neighborhood becomes ruins. That's our big CGI opening on Christmas Eve at the party. You know, Chris Pratt's holding Murray um with his with his uh, with his cardigan on again um this time they're watching the uh the you know whatever the grand prix or something and uh <laughs> the world final of the grand yeah, they, prix so they, so they get the cash in from something um yeah the finals um and then there was sort of a camera there was like a there was like a player cam during that game I as know, well, yeah. you know? and it seemed to be brazil versus scotland as well <laughs> Scotland uh, made the World Cup final and suddenly they had player cam. It was like, hey, a POV. It's like, only one year in the future, guys. Um, so anyway, and then, I, yeah, so it all sort of tumbles around them and then some super soldiers uh, arrive and they have to go back in time. Um, I thought we could have someone playing a young J.K. Simmons um, and they have they have to go back in time this time to to save the, the, the present. How far back in time are you thinking? You think well, like World you know, War Two, or like the Romans, or freaking the Druids. Take the Druids. 
I'd love to see the Druids in this film. I think I, I think the answer, John, is uh, take your pick, baby. Um, I think no. I think first of all, we go far back, right? To yeah, maybe the Romans or Brilliant. Christ. <laughs> Same thing. Oh, we're uh, having his. We're having the origin story of Christianity in this. Well, I tell you what, Chris Pratt. He'd be happy about that. <laughs> I, think he, I think he's he into that shit, isn't he? Um, and uh, then we go to like, yeah, um, turn of the century or something like that. And then the climax for the emotional value would be around the 70s because that means, or, you know, the 60s, because that means we can have the young J.K. Simmons and uh, Pratt right. fighting side by side, father and son. So if they're hopping through time, then are they like chasing a, a specific person through time or what? Glad you asked, John. Glad you asked. <laughs> 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 is it aliens again? Or no, is well, it? Well, no, Let him do it. Let him when go, I, come no, on to it. Go when, on I, now. when I say I'm glad you asked, that's where I bring it Cut. over to the, to, <laughs> to the team. <laughs> the All team, right. that's where you guys come in. So we're re, just to recap then, so we're rewriting history to save the future. Well, I don't know if I'm rewriting. Uh, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, <mate. laughs> go on, John. So there you go. Al's gone back to the Roman period. Well, I think it, I think there should be aliens in it, surely. Um, so, um, otherwise it's not really, it's just like a time travel film rather than a film about aliens. It's um, got to be the same threat, I guess, to make it, keep it within the universe. I, I had a little something on this, like this idea of going back into the past um, or, or to the past this time, um, which would be, the, the, there's a reveal in the, the opening of this sequel to say that wasn't the only ship that, that landed. Um, sure. There was, in fact, another ship. And maybe someone comes from the new future. Maybe, maybe Muri uh, comes from the new future to say shit's got bad again. That wasn't the only ship. Uh, there was a ship hidden by like I don't know a government or some something right area fifty nine and you definitely should work for Skydance because this is it's gold mate this is this is absolutely studio sequel territory <laughs> <laughs> yeah feels feels right doesn't it um, so then they have to go back to a pivotal moment where where it's Murray Dan so it's future Murray present Dan. And like, I don't know, like uh, young J.K. Simmons um, have to go like, you know, into like some kind of uh, infiltrate like Area 59 um, and try and get rid of get rid of the aliens. Can't we go back to this idea about just keep it like dumb and big and do the big old Romans and then the fucking World War Two or whatever and then have an alien in it? Yeah, so what, that's quite a fun idea, isn't it? You've got to go back to like multiple pasts, multiple pivotal moments in the, uh, I don't know, like discovery of this alien ship. So, so, so at first they go back to the, the, the Romans uh, <laughs> and, and try to, which is where the ship was first discovered, right? Um, well, we could they, make, they, they make a cliche and have, it, and have it that they, they built the pyramids for the Egyptians. Definitely. But didn't Transformers already do that? I think, I think it did. they were doing it again. <laughs> I think Transformers already did that. It was lame enough in the second one. But I think you get... You no, go Romans back. feels right, and you want to see, like, an alien in the Colosseum, right? I feel you. I feel fight, you. Fighting a gladiator. 
Well, yeah. go, go one better. This time, you in the jump, it's not just humans. They can take ships and stuff. So I want to see a fucking Black Hawk circling the fucking Coliseum. That's what I want to see, that, baby. That would be, <laughs> I want to see a few awesome. F- F-15s circling it. I want Josh Hartnett piloting it. Josh Hartnett. <laughs> like, okay, back from so, the dead. Exactly. <laughs> so we're going back to... So the whole plot is they've got to go back to find um, and try and rescue... Oh, God, I don't know. And they're going back to pivotal moments in history where the ships appear to try and combat the aliens in going back in historical order. So they go to the Roman period. They, they can't defeat them then. So they come forward to, yeah. I don't know, me- medieval period. They can't defeat them then. So you're just moving through time, yeah. different periods. Right, okay. But, right. but, but, but while they're doing it, we add a, a little bit of like Bill, Bill and Ted to it. So they take <laughs> individuals, right? You take young J.K. Simmons. You take like... Uh, uh, like a, a Roman soldier that's absolutely fucking badass. You take like someone like you know Socrates Love or whatever it, it is, and you, they, they, they all they all go through uh, on this mission let, together. Let, let's go full Bill and Ted. Let's just make it the same crowd: Billy the Kid, Socrates, Lincoln, <laughs> <laughs> Sigmund Freud. Um, can we merge worlds here? Can we make this an actual Bill and Ted spin-off? I mean, it basically is. I think uh, Bill and Ted. Yeah. Personally, have you seen I, the new one? No. It was a no from me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I like that idea. I think that Joe was saying there, and then because they could, it could be like somehow it's like, well, how do we know that we've got to go back to the Roman period? And it's because in his class, one of the kids loves ancient Rome, and he <laughs> mentioned something that is on a, on, on a on a on a stone tablet somewhere that no one else in a history of Roman study has yeah. ever noticed. An <laughs> alien, <laughs> and they're offering up this boardroom of of absolute, you know, brainiac legendary scientists to Chris Pratt. Here, these experts can probably help you. Not interested, mate. Not <laughs> interested. Billy from fifth no, form is going to come along. We've got Billy in fifth grade. He, he likes volcanoes. Um, so what we, here's something we could do is for our time jumping is the world's, our big opening is still, they're watching the Grand Prix and the world gets destroyed around them, right? Then they don't know when in the past, they haven't been able to identify yet when, uh, when they, they came out the ship, when, when the second ship sort of activated and they came out. So they have to keep on hopping back to find that period of time. Now, there's been three tremors, say, in, in the river of time, as they say. So they, they've, got, they've, got, they've got three, you know, that, that they've recorded. So they've got three <laughs> options to go back. So first of all, they go back to like, you know, they go back 20 years, aliens everywhere. And they're like, fuck, we've got a big battle sequence, shit. We've got a big war there. First action sequence. Didn't work out. We we didn't go back far enough. Mm. Then we've got to go back another hundred years, and we're in the Wild West. Shit, aliens everywhere. Wild West action sequence, generic popcorn. Get it Brilliant. done. Get it done. Get it done. We'll you know just ba- basically put the previs out there. That's all you need to fucking do. Done. We're back this time. Maybe they lose J.K. Simmons. That was the sad bit there. And then for the climax, they say, let's go back to the third ripple in time. The Roman Empire are in power and in power. Well, <laughs> like it was like in the White House. Yeah. And, and then we get our big uh, Colosseum climax and they get there and there aren't any aliens. And they're like, oh my God, this is it. And obviously the ship comes out in the middle of the fucking Colosseum and that's our big climax. And they batter it to shit, go back and 
the present day has been fixed and Chris Pratt walks through the door with his cardigan on and says, Murray, where are you? Merry Christmas. And, <laughs> and, that, and then that's Where it. are you? Merry Christmas. That's good. That's great. Okay, so um, are you bringing any new cast into this out or we got the same lot back again? Just, just to also, just to point out, you can't kill off J.K. Simmons, because that would actually mean that he doesn't have children and Chris Pratt wouldn't exist anymore. So, so lucky you're here, mate. Can't can't do that. Um, Can we put in J.K. Rowling? <laughs> um, sure, sure. What um, a no, joke, what, man! Well, uh, what okay, a joke. So who, can we? As far as I can see, we've got one new character, which is Billy from Fifth Grade. No, yes. no, we've got loads of Romans and we're Wild West people and people right. from 20 years ago. It's, really, I, I want... it's quite good, this, isn't it? It's better than the Tomorrow War, the Yesterday War. It's already better. Um, but who, here we go, just a little fun game. Who would you get to cast as a young J.K. Simmons? Oh, no debate. It's going to be uh, your man from Hunt for the Wilder <laughs> no It's going to be Julian, Julian Dennison, Ricky Baker from Hunt for the Wilder People. <laughs> what? All oh, right. Oh, yeah, you're right. No debate. We've all had that on our lips, ready to... <laughs> Ricky Baker. I mean, he doesn't look anything like or him. Sound, anything like or him. sounds. Yeah. <laughs> um, Some I'm of your not... casting choices, Curry, are fucking mental. Yeah. In know. all seriousness, I know he's like the top dog to... You know, everyone wants, everyone wants to get their hands on him um, in more ways than one. But, uh, you know, I could probably buy Gosling as like a Spitfire, um, you know, Spitfire pilot playing a young um young jk simmons maybe wow yeah well i guess they and, and uh, it's, like, it's like no he's not bald jk simmons is one of those actors <laughs> that you just assume was like never had hair yeah <laughs> we yeah i mean they look they look they look good together right la la land is is they're in that together um sure is, is jk simmons in la la land yeah, he's the restaurant manager or something. Oh, he has that little camp. He has that little role, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's do some quick fire cast. Gosling in. Give me a Roman gladiator. Uh, Vin Hemsworth. Diesel. Ooh, Vin Diesel. Put them both in. Brilliant. Hemsworth's good, yeah. Okay, give me a cool guy from the 70s. Uh, Vin Diesel. <laughs> no, that's all you're saying. Yeah, uh, but we, we rejected him from the Raymond, so we got cool to get guy him in from now. the 70s, John Boyega. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. That. yeah, that's good. Oh. All right, okay, and um, who's going to play Caesar? Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> With Vin Diesel as Julius Caesar. How old, how old are you? <laughs> Diesel as Julius Caesar. <laughs> what, uh, how old was Julius Caesar when he got stabbed in the back? Uh, 27, he's part of the 27 club, wasn't he? Well, it's not going to happen anymore because Chris Pratt's <laughs> going to stop it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going to live a grand old life as 55-year-old Vin Diesel. I like, to, uh, I like the idea that we're kidding ourselves that Ryan Gosling would touch this hunk of shite <laughs> with, a, with a barge pole. You never yeah. know. And, and Ryan Gosling has a Spitfire pilot, so World War II's in it, as well as Cowboys, as well as Romans, as well as 20 John, years. John, let it go. <laughs> Just let it go. J.K. Simmons is, is Ryan Gosling's age in World War II. <laughs> so, <laughs> how old is he in the present day? <laughs> I think we touched on it earlier on. This film is going to be called what? We need to come up with something ingenious. Genius for the title. If only there was something obvious that just jumped out for us. (laughs) Well, I came into this saying either the yesterday war or the day after the tomorrow war. (laughs) Well, one makes sense. The day before the tomorrow war. 
Um, uh, yesterday, yes- yesterday war, surely. It's the yesterday okay, great. war. Now then, I want De Palma for this. Well, this chap... Um, De Palma and Ricky Baker. Did it, well, Who's going to direct this? Direct, direct. Can, I, can I just say, on the point of the title, actually, what, you, what this screams out for, right, and needs is a re-scored, like a cover, more slower, like emotional version of the Don't Beatles say it. yesterday. Don't say it! <laughs> cut to cut to action, epic action. Uh brilliant. You'd have it, in, in you'd the have it for the, the trailer, yeah. yeah or maybe fantastic. even maybe even opening title montage could use it as well. All these troubles did seem so far yeah, away. Yeah. This is fantastic. They really did seem far away. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like the William Shatner spoken word version of it. Yeah, who's like... Gonna, who's going to direct it? Who's going to direct it? Um, I think, I think we... I think we just get the same chat back. He'll he'll be improved. Yeah. And if yeah. You, the other one last point I want to make about it, if you want to represent every aspect of this film in, like you said, in sort of cardboard cutouts, you know, just regurgitate, you know, just absolute bullshit, is the score. The music is like someone just pressed demo on the keyboard for that kind of film. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which was the highlight of any music class when you got a new synthesizer. What can it do? <laughs> Press demo. All right. Well, look. We've come to the end, um, and someone's got to slam this home. Someone's got to take it home. There's a lot. There's a lot there. I think we've got deeper than the original could ever have gone to. We've taken it to a level beyond recognition. Who wants to do the all important pitch? I'll, I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> I'll go. Go on, mate. Sell it. Listen, sell it. Bear in mind, we've all loved the original so much. Sell Yesterday. it. Not yet. Not yet. We go for Paramount logo and Sundance logo. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Cut back to Christmas lights in, um, you know, there's even that water tank, isn't there? In um, Chris Pratt's, in Dan's old neighbourhood. And it's Christmas the next year. Um, and he's um, he comes back with a bo- box of bud again, and he's like, "Honey, Murray, everyone, I'm back for Christmas, and I got a new cardigan." <laughs> and um, he's on his headphones for like the entire, like the first twenty minutes of the original film, isn't he? <laughs> he's on like he's on like a hands free call for a long time, <laughs> and um, so he's on that again, and he's like, "Hey, I'm talking to Dad. He's on his plane again because now they're friendly." Um, and suddenly they're watching the Grand Prix, the Christmas Grand Prix, and um, big, big CGI. The house starts to fucking rock. Oh, my God, it's an earthquake. Close-ups of Pratt's face, like, oh, my God. Everyone under the fucking tables, fucking guy, fucking, yeah. Like, there's people, there's, like, grannies pushing kids out of the way. Say, get out of my fucking way. I'm going to save myself. Shit. The family start tearing each other apart for survival, and then the walls just start to disintegrate. They're watching the Grand Prix, and the TV literally disintegrates in front of them. Oh, my God. Or maybe, actually, they see a bit of... um the cars start disintegrating on screen. And so Lewis Hamilton's just sort of hovering through the air in a seated position (laughs) (laughs) for a little bit. (laughs) And then um, the whole thing destroys. And then then they're literally stood in the ruins of their neighbourhood. And, you know, Pratt's kind of experiencing time travel now. And he's like, oh, my God, it's happening again. And then super soldiers arrive in Hummers. Loads of choppers land. And they're like, there's only one man we need in this moment for the yesterday war. And that's you, Dan. <laughs> Cut. 
Yesterday, all my troubles seem so far. And it's it's a montage of everything in the world disintegrating. The whole place turned, you know, our beautiful present day makes it, that's the message of this film. We realise that it really is a wonderful world and we need to treasure it because you never know when an alien ship's going to land in ancient Rome and ruin it all for you. So, first of all, we go, there's been three ripples in the river of time with the rafts. There's three, they, the, the machines of. <laughs> The machines have registered three ripples, so we've got three places to search for the ship. First one, World War Two, which J.K. Simmons is fighting in at the. Age, so we reveal that J.K. Simmons in the original film is actually the age of 104, and um, goes back. Big Spitfire sequence, big big alien Spitfire sequence. There's aliens everywhere. They haven't gone back far enough. Back to the present, regroup. Um, we need to get future. Back to the present. This is the point that future daughter's waiting for him when he gets back. Muri, mm. adult Muri, is there, and he's like, "Oh my god, Muri, I get to see you again." Because she last time he saw her, she was falling very dramatically into an ocean of mm. aliens, and, um, and this fire. time, she, and fire, um, as the oil rig base, whatever it is, <laughs> kind of gets taken out. Um, okay, so then um, she's with them now. They all go back with young J.K. Uh, young J.K. Simmons, young dad, played by Ryan Gosling. This time they go back to any takers. Where should we go? Middle one. Thought it was a Wild West, wasn't it? I quite like that. Okay, we go back to the Wild. You betcha, baby. We go back. To- <laughs> go back to the Wild West. <laughs> we go back to the Wild West, and um, the the this time the ships can jump as well. So they take like a fleet of Black Hawks. <laughs> going down on Tombstone or wherever it is. <laughs> Just the gunfight, the OK Corral's kicking off and they all look up and uh, Black Hawks... Oh no, because the aliens are there, sorry. So the aliens are at the gunfight, the OK Corral, <laughs> and White Earp's taking out them. And then um, we have another awesome. big uh, battle with... Um, and, you know, also a nice little message that we have a common em- enemy now. So you have Native Americans mm. and cowboys mm. fighting side by side. Mm. Lovely little message for the American people there. Like and um, then um, all kicks off there. We lose a big character in that one. Um, probably his, um, his friend or the guy who's done three tours with the thing around his neck. Um, one yeah. of those could go. Um, and then we go <laughs> Then we go back. Last time, just before our big climax. Right, last ripple in time, ancient Rome. Oh, but wait a minute. We need to, we need to study ancient Rome to know what we're doing when we get there. But how do we know what to do? Chris Pratt's like, not a problem. Goes, but he's, and now he's like, oh, did I not mention that I'm also the substitute history teacher in school? And so I know that there's this kid next door in the other class who uh, who can help us with this. So they bring him along as an advisor, slap a helmet on him. Come on, you're in, buddy. Um, and then we have our big, big climax with Vin Diesel playing uh, Julius Caesar. Um, they get back to ancient Rome, sort of infiltrating it, being careful not to see so they don't shit up all the Romans and scare the bollocks out of them. And um, <laughs> and then finally the big, big ship comes out the bottom of, like right in the middle of the Colosseum. There's a huge climax with all the ancient Romans fighting. We have F-15 jets. We have Black Hawk helicopters. We have tanks, Hummers, all of them in the streets. A of nuclear each. weapon. There'll be some sort of nuclear threat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there will. <laughs> um, uh, that they've, they, they bring back to destroy the ship, but they lose control of the timer on it or something like that. 
Um, and the only person who knows how to hotwire a nuclear warhead is a lad from the maths class <laughs> in, uh, in the high school. So they bring him along as well. Anyway, they save the day. They finally go back to the present day and the whole, our world has been preserved and um, it ends once again on Christmas Eve. Chris Pratt dragging that bin up and he says, my past was always behind me and now it's over. And we can say that doesn't make sense, just like the original. And uh, that's the, the Yesterday War. Well done, mate. Well done. Well, there you go. Infinitely better than the original. Well done, Al. Well done. What? It's got everything, hasn't it? Well, it's got something, which is, is what the original doesn't have. But nevertheless, we've all enjoyed it. It wasn't that bad, was it? Uh, thanks for sticking around, guys. Uh, I'm sure you've all got comments on this, so hit us up on uh, Twitter. Um, if you've got any films you want us to do, as ever, just drop us a line. We can murder anything. But more importantly, we just love having you here. See you on the next one. Cheers, guys. <laughs>